0: Clean, you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful, cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius, you'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refill start at just 2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just Drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners right now. Get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off.
1: Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. Welcome home. Welcome home. It's Sunday night. This is coming out Monday. Tomorrow, not even 12 hours away. Yep. We already recorded the episode when I was in the Havasu, but it's not relevant this like first, you know, seven minutes because I have lots to tell you. Oh my God. I can't wait to hear (laughs) Let's get to it. Okay. First of all, I want to tell you what I'm drinking. What are you drinking? Rose all day. Rose all day. All right. I came home and opened a drink. I do, usually do not do that. But no, you do not. I didn't drink a lot this weekend. So oh. Oh,
2: I good thought, on you. You know,
1: I'll do it right now. What are you drinking, Gretchy? White wine. Know. In bed by night. I just
2: drank two glasses of wine to celebrate my anniversary. Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary to me. And now I am not drinking anything.
1: I'm quenched. (laughs) Congratulations (laughs) on being married! Thank you, thank you. For so effing long. So effing long. Yeah. So I got to have Sue on Thursday. Mm -hmm. Friday, I'm driving around and I got flipped off. Oh, again. Yeah. You got a knack for that. What what caused the flip in? Well, I needed to turn on the Main Street McCulloch. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. I put my blinker on. I wait for one car to go. And I'm like, well, I'm getting really close. I got to get over. Got over. Got flipped off. Oh, yeah. Okay. So then okay. we're out on the lake. Usually everybody waves when they go by. They don't, you know, try to run over your kid. They, everybody's very friendly, especially during the very beginning of COVID. Didn't you think everybody was like super friendly? Like, oh, hi, how are you? You know, at the grocery store. even No,
2: I, I don't think they got that memo in Orange County. People are pretty entitled in my hood. I thought people
1: were extra bitch. I think they're extra bitch now. I think everybody is fucking over being nice. So everybody just wants to flip you off and they're angry. Yeah. There are angry elves all over the place now. Oh, God. I hate those angry elves. So I think think the world has lost it. Now, not for me to take over this whole thing. So we get to our new rental house because we have my whole family over. And by the way, they got COVID tests before they came. So no hate. All right. Okay. Colton hurts himself in the swimming pool. That kid. The neighbor behind us no freaking joke starts yelling and this is at like four o'clock in the afternoon tell your kid to shut up over and over can you believe this and he was hurting
2: that's horrible he was
1: crying because he hurt himself in the pool and i went over there like mama bear like don't you even you lady right so i go over to look and I'm like, is she really yelling at my kid to stop crying that hurt himself? Yeah. It's like extra, like way yeah. too extra. So I go over there and she is like screaming. I don't even think she sees me, even though I'm standing right there. And then I thought to myself, like, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want any trouble, <laughs> like real trouble. Yeah. Yeah. People are a little crazy right now. So I just kind of looked. She never saw me. She then called the landlord on us to complain. That your kid hurt itself. Yes. Yeah. Oh, she's a peach. Yeah. Oh. You You know what I would
2: have done? And I've done stuff like this.
1: Yeah. Tell me. I mean,
2: I didn't have the phrase Karen, but what I would have done is sent her like on a beautiful piece of stationery, like a thank you note for being such a. Sweet, kind, understanding neighbor, but addressed it to Karen.
1: Oh my God. Why didn't I call you X-O. and tell you this? <laughs> yeah, early? you should that have. Been I was so have awesome. You to
2: that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I left someone a note one time that called the hotel. Like we were on the floor above them, and I had triplets basically. They were all under two, and I gave them a bath. And it was like six o'clock in the evening, and they like called and complained.
1: Oh, my God. And I
2: was like, yeah. I can't with that.
1: Yeah. I wish I I would have done that.
2: We're not doing anything. They're taking a bath. My kids are allowed to take a bath.
1: You know what? We have listeners named Karen, so I'm sorry that that name has, like, been that. And then also we have listeners named Chrissy, and I know one of them doesn't care. She thinks it's really funny, but, (laughs) you know, it's not really. Like, I actually like the name Chrissy, but... I just want to apologize in advance for the Karens and the Chrissies out there. 100%. Okay. Another thing my kid did this weekend that was so fucking funny, dude. So Colton, my little one that always is throwing up and getting hurt, he he, and my middle one get in a fight like they always do. And the middle one goes inside. And so Colton's like, Mom, come here. I got to tell you something. He's like serious, like serious face. He's like, Mom, I, I want you to adopt out Caden. <laughs> I, <laughs> like, I don't I really don't want an older brother anymore. I just want a younger brother. Yeah, <laughs> it's like serious. And I was like, I didn't know I was like laughing and crying at the same time because I think it's so sad that he like said that. But so freaking funny! I was like, "Okay." I, I actually
2: am pretty impressed because um, my kids have said shit like that many times. Many times I've heard, uh, "Yeah, I don't, I don't want a sister anymore." Wyatt has packed his bags. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, that. I mean, that kind of happens on the regular. They like. Oh to each other. Oh
1: my God, that is so funny. Yeah,
2: so I think actually you get like mom points that it, it took you, you know, whatever. Almost seven, seven years. Seven years, yeah, to get to this point.
1: Okay, well, good. I was feeling real yeah. bad. I was like, oh my God. I, I couldn't even tell anybody. I was like laughing, but then tears were streaming down my face when I was like trying to tell my uncle. But okay, so I'm, I'm good.
2: Hey, listen, I want to get to the crime, but you know what I don't want to forget to mention? What? Well, for one, we got to over a thousand listeners in our, or a thousand people belonging to our group, group,
1: Yeah, which is awesome.
2: So please join the private group. And we launched a new line of merch that is super cute. That's only going to be available for two more weeks through bonfire.com. So
1: you guys check it out. We have a link to
2: it on all our stuff.
1: I will try to also I'll link it on Instagram. If you guys don't follow us on Instagram or Facebook, then email us at housewivesrucrime at gmail.com and I'll send you the link. But it is so cute. I ordered all of it. Yeah. I can't wait to sport it.
2: And listen, we're really into the sweatshirts and we're gonna, I'm gonna cut the neck out. I'm a professional neck cutter router and
1: join our group so I can give you a tutorial. She's going to do a video tutorial. Video tutorial. Okay. And one extra shout out I have to give this week because my dad, you know, he loves listening to us. So I got to mm-hmm. give a little shout out to my dad because he drives truck across America. And so I'm sure he's going to enjoy this episode he's coming be up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so everybody look at our merch. It's only available yeah, for listen, like a week and a it's half. All,
2: it's all cozy. And y'all don't have anywhere to go because there's no school.
1: Oh, God. And that probably means there's no work. So let's get it. I literally cried this weekend finding out. Gretchen was a little better than me. I I had tears. Gretchen didn't have tears. I don't know if I've ever seen you cry, actually. You don't? Have I?
2: I'm sure you have.
1: Not very often. You're not a crier. I'm not a crier either, though. No, you're not. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's get to this story. This story, it's an interesting and somewhat sad and crazy story. So. Okay. I'm going to tell you it now. Tell me. Okay. This week, I'm going to tell you a story about a girl named Lorena. Lorena Gallo.
2: Not Lorena Bobbitt. Did she Bobbitt?
1: I don't know. I don't. She did something.
2: She did something. Yes. Okay.
1: So Lorena was born in Ecuador in 1970, but grew up in Venezuela Okay. With a very conservative Catholic family. Lorena always had a dream of coming to America. And you know what? Her mother had that dream for her too. It's the land of opportunity, for goodness sakes. Shoot. I don't know about these days, but... No,
2: right now you can't even leave your house. There's no opportunity.
1: So after graduating high school, Lorena applied for a student visa to America and she got it. In 1987, she moved to Virginia to attend college and live out her dream. She lived with a family friend. Their names were the Castro's. The Castro family was very much like her family, religious, strict, took care of Lorena as they would their own daughter. She was only okay. 18, right? Okay. So once living with the family, Lorena starts going out with the girls and meeting people, even with her very broken English, she tried to like really mainstream herself. She became a nanny for a beautiful single mother named Jana, who owned a nail shop in town, actually shown a couple nail shops. And Jana liked Lorena. She even offered her to train her to do nails. So on top of going to school at 18 years old, Lorena was doing nails and being a nanny. So she was pretty busy. Okay. She also liked going out. I mean, who doesn't? Right. So I don't. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But at 18, I think you did. Yeah, I probably did. No, I know you did. I was with you. Yeah, I did. Okay, yeah, I, I did. Okay.
2: Yeah, at eighteen.
1: Well, Lorena liked going to the military clubs where the like military guys hung out.
2: Oh, I I don't think I've ever been to one of those.
1: Yeah, I because we didn't really live in that kind of town. So, but I think when you do, you probably go to those and there's some. Oh, you know. I'm
2: very close to Camp Pendleton. I'm sure there's some bars in oh. Oceanside and surrounding area that are mostly military.
1: 100% now you are. So if you ever get divorced, you know where to go. Oh, my God. Can you imagine me married to a military guy? No.
2: <laughs> no ain't nobody telling this train what to do. No, 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 no. no I cannot.
1: <laughs> Uh, So one night she goes out with one of the Castro girls to this, you know, club that they frequented and Lorena, you know, she's tiny. She has dark hair, dark eyes. She's beautiful. Military men thought she was a real disco biscuit. If you know what I mean, I know what you mean, especially this one guy named John. John was super handsome, very fit. Of course, because he's military, clean cut, blue eyes, and the sparks blue between these two. The Castro family, remember, they are super conservative, so they did not let Lorena date John without a chaperone. Oh. So she had to be escorted every time she went on a date with this guy, which is a little extra.
2: That's a, listen, that is a little extra, but. You know, it's kind of like the Duggars. I'm sure you've never watched that show, but the rest of America has. Well, they're a very conservative family in Arkansas, if you will. And their children have to have a chaperone on all their dates. Oh, and some of them did not even kiss until they made it to the altar. OMG. Yeah.
1: Isn't there some like controversy with them, too?
2: Yeah, we're not even going to get into it. Okay,
1: so I mean, you ha- you have eighteen kids.
2: There's bound to be a bad apple,
1: <laughs> and maybe we don't need to be so strict. Okay, just saying. Yeah. maybe kiss before true. the altar to make sure that yeah, you actually that like. The you person. get it
2: out of your system. Yeah, that was definitely the problem. He definitely did not get it out of his system. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm thinking.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay, so John and Lorena, they, you know, they got it not on because they were chaperoned, but. They were in love and they wanted to get married real quick, like nine months quick. The Castro family, on the other hand, were like, mm, I don't know about this guy. He's not very chivalrous and he kind of is a mooch. But Lorena married him anyways. And her family, by the way, in Venezuela was super stoked. They're like, yeah. Yeah. She's living the dream. What? She's
2: married in America. She married an American, married in right? American. They're like. They're like now she's golden. Yes, that's right. College degree, married an American, you're set. Set.
1: Well, that's what you would think, but
2: it didn't. That's what you would that's think. That's would think. we all watch 90 Day Fiance, so we know that's not really how it works. That's right. Right. That's just their perception. Well, and
1: in this case, didn't take too long for John to show his true colors. John began screaming at Lorena for. Little things like buying a fake Christmas tree or making the wrong food or looking at somebody the wrong way. Lorena thought the behavior was totally out of the norm, but you see, Lorena never had a boyfriend before John. And she was a virgin when marrying him at the ripe old age of 19. So she's super naive. Summer. She would ask her boss, Jana, the you know single mother who had already been married before, if the fighting and yelling was normal, and Jana confirmed that, yeah, it's normal to have fights between spouses, which is true, but uh, to a degree, to an extent, yeah, to a degree. <laughs> to a degree. I <laughs>
2: mean, the fake Christmas tree. I mean, what's that beef about? That's crazy.
1: I know. He said that he he. Always had real Christmas trees growing up. And she was like, But I'm from Venezuela and it's, you know, summertime. They're expensive.
2: I have a fake tree. And then I, you know, when I do, I buy one of those candles, those evergreen candles. So let me tell you, you don't miss a thing.
1: (laughs) She's like, Wait, I'm from Venezuela. It's summertime in Christmas. Oh, yeah. We don't have the opportunity to go like cut down our own tree, John. So, you know, Mm This is like a good, ex- you know, a good time to like buy one and we have it for years. But yeah, he wasn't into that. So anyways, the months, years go by and John's yelling starts turning into pushing and then punching and more. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a problem. John would drink and John would become very violent, even to a point where he would force Lorena to have sex with him. John actually... That's called rape. What? said that's called rape. That is called rape. Even if you're married. Even if you're married. Yeah. John actually started liking violent sex more and more and forcing Lorena to have anal sex with him. Ew. Lorena, like some people like it, Gretchen. Okay.
2: I know some people like it, but I mean,
1: nobody likes getting anything forced up your butt. No, definitely (laughs) not. I mean, there might be somebody like that, but You know what I'm saying. Most people probably don't.
2: Okay. You're trying to get in touch with your BDSM side again. No, I am
1: not. (laughs) (laughs) I am not. Not today. Lorena, like many women, then before and still suffered in silence, being embarrassed of the abuse, but her abuse didn't go unnoticed. Lorena's friends and coworkers started noticing the bruises and her behavior changing at work. One of her friends from work actually witnessed John punch Lorena in the car on a trip they were taking. And even one of, nail, one of Lorena's nail clients noticed bruises on Lorena's arms when she kind of like pulled up her sleeves. Now, these fights also didn't totally go unnoticed because Lorena did call the police many times. The police reported to their home and in the 1990s, like early 1990s, there was no protection against women. So the police would just show up at your door and see that there's a abused woman and ask her if she wants to leave the house. And then the woman is forced to leave.
2: Yeah, I feel like in the early two thousands we uh we had a friend who was getting abused. Hit a lot, yes, abused. Yeah. And there was nothing.
1: By the early two thousands, there was something. I think that we were just too young and dumb to figure that something out. Well, she didn't care.
2: I mean she cared, but she wouldn't she would never but leave. You know
1: what? It wasn't I think it was too at that time it was just to um married partners. It's changed throughout the years and I'll yeah. get into that in a second, but okay. at this time, really, it was like almost a woman's fault. Like, Oh, you need to leave sweetie. And where are they going to stay? Guess where they stayed in their cars. If they're lucky enough yeah. to have a car, you know? So Lorena yeah. lucky enough to have a car spent lots of time sleeping in her car and then showing back uh, to work. Yeah. And she doesn't speak English that well. I mean, could you even imagine? So although Lorena was experiencing abuse at the hand of John, she still managed to find herself pregnant. And, you know, I think that sometimes we find ourselves, or not we, but some people find themselves getting into situations like pregnancy because they think it's going to change the situation. Like, how could somebody not love me? Or hurt me if I'm pregnant. Yeah. Well, that didn't stop John. John was like does. what the fuck? I didn't want to get pregnant. We're only like twenty one years old. Are you fucking out of your damn mind? Yeah. And he forced her to have an abortion. Which you can only imagine. She's like the strict Catholic. Like Yeah, same
2: same thing with our friend, actually
1: don't know if I know that. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. Multiple times. John was like a complete fuck of an asshole. Okay. Mm -hmm. We Mm -hmm. get that. So was
2: this guy. I'm getting all fired up about that. I know.
1: (laughs) She's an immigrant. She's in her early 20s. And John knew how to take advantage of that situation. He threatened her multiple times about getting her visa taken away, getting her deported. And, you know, that's like her life's dream. Even though she got here on her own with a student visa, he would still threaten that he could figure out a way to like, you know, get her thrown out of America. Yeah. She was naive. So as time went on, John's behavior got more aggressive, even to the point that he told his friends he liked forcing her to have anal sex and that it turned him on. Sure, these friends were like, Are you fucking oh, weird? God. Yeah. But I don't think they knew like fully what was going on behind closed doors. And Lorena, she's coming to a breaking point and ready to leave, John. She actually told John that she was gonna leave him and filed for a restraining order on June twenty first, nineteen ninety three. You know, that's the day I got married, but not in nineteen ninety three. Right. So upon filing this restraining order, the judge told Lorena, Hey, you got to come back. My secretary's at lunch to actually get it done. And she was like, I have to work and I have school. I've got all this shit. So I can't come back for a couple of days. And he's like, okay, we'll just come back by like, you know, Wednesday 23rd. So she planned on returning to get it on the 23rd, but The night of the 22nd, John went out with his friend and roommate that was staying with them at the time. And according to John, he came home, fell asleep in a very deep sleep because he was tired. He was not drunk. And according to Lorena, John came home, super wasted, wanted to have sex with her. And she was like, fuck, I'm leaving your ass. No way. So then he forces her to have sex with him. Before passing out. What story sounds more plausible to you?
2: What do you mean? Of course he forced her to have sex with him. Okay.
1: Um, I just, you know, I, I think so too. But his story is that he just fell in this deep sleep.
2: Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. That did not happen, John.
1: Yeah. Well, this is. You have a history. You know, he does have a history. And this is when Lorena had enough. After the rape from her husband, Lorena went to the kitchen for some water and she sees a knife on the kitchen counter. She heads back to the bedroom where she pulls back the covers and cuts John's dick off. Oh, so she did bob it. <laughs> she bobbed it.
2: That's right. I never knew. All, you know, I never knew all this, though. I never knew the history. I just remember she cut the dick off.
1: I know. That's why I wanted to tell you the story, because I also did not know the history of this either. I always thought Lorena was just, uh, well, we were really young. like,
2: like maybe he had an affair. I thought he had an affair. Yeah. I didn't think there was like, you know, and I didn't loads know loads of she abuse. was an
1: immigrant and then barely yeah. spoke English, like all this stuff that leads up to like this, you know, her staying with this abuser and whatnot, you know, being so scared and so young and we were so young. So, you know, we didn't get the full story again. Yeah. So this is the story of John and Lorena Bobbitt. You were right in the very beginning.
2: Well, listen, years of abuse can cause you to do some crazy things. This friend that we keep mentioning that was in this really abusive relationship that took a big toll on everyone that was friends Mm -hmm. with her. She ended up killing herself. That's why we're like, we were friends with this girl. That's right. So that, I mean, that's pretty drastic.
1: That's really drastic. And I think, yeah. Yeah. And she did it in a way that was very, um, I think she made a point.
2: Yeah. She made a point.
1: Yeah. So at the time, Lorena cuts off John's dick. Lorena gets in her car. She's so out of her mind. She doesn't even know what to do, where to go, right? She's like, I got to go to the nail salon. That's like, her. Did he
2: not wake up during the thing, like when she was doing it?
1: Dude, he didn't. Isn't that crazy? Don't you think he's got to be that drunk that he didn't fucking wake up right away? Oh, yeah. He says that he was That's... in like the deepest sleep. I'm like, dude, nobody sleeps that. And he deep. says he
2: wasn't drunk. Yeah. Oh, come on. He says he dude. has two
1: beers and two um. What was he calling them? Like girly shots or something like that. B52s or something like that. I think they're called. Oh, God. So, another reason not to (laughs) like (laughs) them. So, she's driving, right? She's going to the nail salon, which makes sense because that's like her one place where she feels safe. You know, she's out of his control. And she still's got the penis in her hand. While she's driving. And so she flings it out the window. Mm, It's better than flushing it down the toilet, I suppose. Oh, 100% it is because, um, yeah, they actually found it. They did? So she ditches it out the window. Oh, yeah. I guess they did. Yeah. And she also still has the knife. So once she gets to the nail salon, she ditches the knife in the trash and... She's like out of her mind, you know. And Jana, her friend and boss, and is like we gotta call nine one one. This is like a this is bad. So back at home, John finally wakes up out of his air quotes deep sleep, not knowing really what happened, but finally realizing he is castrated and starts screaming. Wakes up his friend and gets himself to the hospital now. If you don't have a penis to pee out of, they have to, you know, sew you like kind of like a woman. Oh, my God. So they're like, maybe we can find the dick somewhere. And Lorena, being a very nice person, she actually told them like, hey, I threw it out by the 7-Eleven.
2: Well, so did he wake up and go, oh, I'm missing a dick. I think I know what might have happened to it. Maybe this chick cut it off. Yeah, I think so. I don't know why she would do something like that, but maybe I know who would have motive to cut my dick
1: off. I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think so.
2: Well, then that's kind of admitting that you've done wrong. If you, know, if you get your dick cut off and you know right away who did it. You've been doing that chick
1: dirty. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. Okay. So, miraculously, these firemen found the penis in the brush along.
0: Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are, and if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier 1 compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities LLC member F-I-N-R-A slash S-I-P-C. For more information, visit acorns.com. I'm talking about Rakuten. Have you checked it out? Because I recommend you do. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores that I know I shop online at like Zappos, Sephora, and Best Buy. We are all already online shopping at our favorite stores, so why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. How it works is the stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app and start saving today. Your cash back really adds
1: up. The freeway. Fuck, bad day to be on the job. Seriously. Bad day. Dude. Can you imagine? You're like, we're trying to find this guy's junk in all the junk along the freeway or the highway. And I can't, no, I screamed believe yesterday they they when I came it.
2: across one of my kids' plastic spiders. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> like, no, 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 no. So, John got real lucky, by the way, to get his penis reattached, and they were able to reattach it with like function. Really? Yes.
2: Not even like a little crooked? Mm,
1: I'm not sure, but you probably could find out. Okay. Okay. I'll let you know in a minute how you can find out. Oh, do tell. Okay. So Lorena, on the other hand, gets taken to the station and interrogated for 14 straight hours without an attorney and without a translator.
2: Well, what is there to interrogate? She already told you she cut it off. I mean, it's like...
1: I don't know. But she's got real poor English, and she's real embarrassed to talk about the anal rape that she's been encountering over and over. And in the 14 hours, there's one statement that she made that media and everyone involved held on to. Okay. And this is what she said. And this is how she said it. He always, always have orgasm and doesn't wait for me even to have orgasm. He is so selfish. Oh. Okay. Okay. So they make her out to be this woman who's like, dude, this guy just like has sex and it doesn't like, you know, I want to have an orgasm too. But he doesn't give a shit about me.
2: Yeah, I can see how they sensationalize that.
1: But what I think she's saying is that he forces her, you know, but she doesn't know. I don't even think she knew the the term rape or maybe she did because she did have a pamphlet of it at her house. But, you know, I think that they needed to have a translator there.
2: Well, yeah. And she probably didn't really feel comfortable explaining that her husband raped her. I mean, that's something that I think you can only say like, I mean, we, you know what I mean? Like that's only something that where people are accepting of that statement. I feel like 20 years ago, it would be, people would be like, uh, look at you side. eyed. like, how can your husband rape you?
1: That's right. And that's some
2: bullshit too, by the way that they interrogated her for 14 hours. I'm sure she's like, hey, how come every time I called the police when he was like knocking my ass around, how many times did you hold him for 14 hours and ask him? What was that about, buddy?
1: Yeah, never. So as you know, the media went crazy with this case because you know about it. Oh, yeah. And there wasn't even a murder. And you know about it. Yeah. Right. So... Lorena's name was flung through the mud. Every talk show host from Howard Stern to late night television talked about how Lorena bobbed it. Lorena Bobbit bobbed well, it. That that is, I mean,
2: how do you not run with that?
1: With it the last is, name
2: Bobbit. I mean, I that's know. like ugh,
1: it's fake. And, and listen, I saw a picture of it cut off. Mm. It, it is a little bob. <laughs>
2: It is. <laughs> well, did you see it aroused,
1: Bob, or oh, out of no. a cold pool, Bob? I saw it right off the side of the road, Bob. <laughs>
2: oh no way they took a picture of it. They weren't like, oh yeah, they're like, Oh, okay, I gotta I gotta get a picture of this before oh I like
1: God, it's give so it back gross. to the person it belongs to. <laughs> yeah. That's what oh, I'm saying. My. I can't believe they found it because it's you know, it's like it's tiny. It's a micro one. And it's pinkish color. So it's like it seems like it would look like the grass on the side, you know, the like dead grass yeah. on the side of the road. So what I I remember all the jokes and all the talk shows and that stuff. But what I don't remember is hearing about how John abused Lorena. And what I also didn't realize is that John actually went on trial before Lorena for marital sexual abuse. No way. Mm -hmm, He did. You see, in Virginia, where she lived at the time, and probably most states during that time, they didn't see rape in marriage. Right. You couldn't actually be charged for rape in marriage unless you abuse the person so much that it impaired them permanently.
2: Yeah, you know, Priscilla Presley said Elvis raped her when they were married. Mm -hmm. And she came out with that. I mean, I don't think she talks about it now because she does all these like reunions at Graceland.
1: She got a lot of shit for that in the 90s. Yes, in the 90s, it was like, your husband is a rape you and yeah. guess what? Unless you're like a paraplegic from the rape that you just incurred, then it's not rape. Yeah. It's lame. It's bananas. I mean, I read this like whole act. I could, I like almost fell off the of my freaking floor. So John was put on trial and here's the deal. Also, the judge only allowed Lorena to bring in evidence from, that date of the incident and five days prior. So she couldn't call any character witnesses. She could not bring any pictures of her bruised, battered self from anything prior than the five days, which there wasn't anything prior to the five days. Right. So, and not even any of the 911 calls were allowed in. I mean, this is like bananas to me. Yeah. They really set John up to win, I think. And also for spousal abuse, it is hard to bring in evidence. What kind of evidence does he say, he said, she said, you know? Like, he rapes me. Oh no, she likes it up the ass, you know? Like, yeah, that's rough. So I will tell you. That there's a lack of justice, and that I'm sure many, many, many women probably listening to this know what it's like now, and probably then. We um didn't even have like the Violence Against Women Act until after this, and not even for se- same-sex couples until 2012. Grunchy, really? Yeah. It had to be like a man and a woman married before that. Oh, that's crap too. We still really have work to do, by the way. So, um, John, he's let off. He's acquitted because there's just not enough evidence to show that he abused her and the jury believed him. Okay. And what happened to her? So Lorena's trial's coming up. Oh, and let me tell you, in John's trial, there was no media, no cameras allowed. But when it came to Lorena's trial, they were like, yeah, sure. Let's let's fucking have our heyday. Yeah. Court TV was like all on it. And they allowed media and cameras into her courtroom for her entire trial. So now this poor woman has to go on trial in front of the nation and tell her most intimate, personal, and often embarrassing details of her life. And John seemed to bask in the media frenzy. Lorena was ashamed and horrified. And she's facing 20 years in prison for mutilating her husband.
2: He has that narcissistic personality. I can see where he's like... Ain't no thing, but a chicken wing kind of like, you know,
1: 100% liked it. Yeah. So the prosecutors came to Lorena before the trial and offered her four months for a guilty plea. Take it, Lorena. You know what? Lorena did not take it. She didn't. No, because she did not want to lose the chance of becoming a citizen and it would be considered a felony. So she was like, no, I, I'm going to trial. And once the cameras rolled and Lorena started to testify, women and men around the nation understood that Lorena was a victim of domestic violence. And guess what? They started coming to this courthouse to support her. Oh, she had a huge for that time following. I can only imagine what it would be like now, but like with the me too movement, but for then, I mean, it was pretty incredible, especially immigrants and people that understood where she was coming from and the Hispanic culture all kind of gathered around her and would travel like hours just to be there, just to be like, we support you. Yeah. Like. Pretty cool. So in her trial, she gets on the stand and she testified to all the abuse. And I think she did a great job. Her defense uh, counsel called a lot of witnesses, John's friends, that would testify that he told them that he liked getting off on foreseeing anal sex. Her neighbors, her, who heard the violence and screaming and who even dropped off rape pamphlets to her. Her oh my boss. Gosh. Jana and her coworker and even her clients got up on the stand to back Lorena. And when the jury went to deliberate, they came back with a verdict of not guilty due to temporary insanity word. So it was victory for her. Um, and I'm sure she felt really good about it, but they did have to put her because it's not like not guilty acquitted, it's not guilty cuz you're insane. Um they did put her in a mental institute for 45 days and after the 45 days the doctors saw her fit and let her free. Okay. From that day forward, Lorena has worked on herself and has become an advocate for domestic violence victims. Now, let me tell you real quick. John has denied on the stand and to this day that he ever laid a hand on Lorena. Oh, well, that doesn't surprise me. So all that that I just told you is all allegedly. Okay. Allegedly. He claims that she tried to have sex with him that night. And he was just too tired. Oh, I love it when they turn it around like that. Right? It's so it's so fucking typical. I can't even yeah. stand it. Yeah. He says he fell into this deep, deep sleep. And when she was pissed because he wanted to divorce and didn't want to have sex with her, she cut his dick off. Mm. Yep. I think we all know that. We don't have to think too hard about this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not how it happened. Okay. So after the trials uh, were over, both John and Lorena were free and found not guilty. John went off and did the media circuit where he was loving the attention. And guess who loved him? Who? Howard Stern.
2: Oh, yeah. Howard Stern was in his heyday was still on regular radio
1: in the 90s. And he glorified John, which if you listen to some of the tapes of Howard Stern, you want to fucking puke. And I know it's Howard Stern, right? So like he's shock jock, men love him, whatever. But well, I called,
2: love him too now, but was he, has he like evolved?
1: I think he's evolved, but he called her so. ugly and that for sure he, she just wanted to have sex with him. I mean, the stuff that he said was just like, look, she's a battered woman and you're, you're taking her abuser and making him feel real high on his fucking horse. Yeah. And I don't like that. Yeah. At all. So John also starred in a porno, Gretchy. So if you want to see his little wee-wee, Tabitha, you you better have watched it for research
2: purposes. I've <laughs> watched porn for this podcast for research purposes.
1: I did not. You <laughs> suck! But you know what? I should watch this other one because John, then he made two pornos. <laughs> he made another porno after the uh, industry paid for him to have a penis enlargement. Oh, and it really,
2: it really Tabitha was not selling you short, John. It really was that small.
1: I got I mean. I don't know what it looked like after they were Of course you it, don't because you didn't watch the movie. I know I should have watched it. <laughs> Maybe I will. The second let- one, uh, let me tell you, they botched the penis enlargement job. And so it was called Frank Weenie. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> botched. Oh my God. Could you even imagine? That's, that's called the one karma. Should, that's yeah. what should watch. He has since by the way, um Gotten it downsized.
2: Oh, okay. He called uh, up Doctor Dubrow. Said, "I, I botched. Fixed, yeah, probably. yeah,
1: botched. It's probably on TV too. He he loves the fame. So maybe, like you said, he gets what he deserved. Um, he then went to work at the Bunny Ranch in Las Vegas. You know oh, that? Yeah, yeah. He was the greeter. No way. Mm-hmm. He was. Uh, um, that oh, is way, so but...
2: weird. Cause like, there's nothing sexy about his story, like at all. And people that go to the bunny ranch want to like get some,
1: I know, but back in the day he was a handsome guy. Uh, let me tell you something else really quick. I forgot to tell you he was in the Marines. And then, uh, by the time that she had cut his junk off, he was discharged and I I speculate he was discharged because he was abusing her and they kind of found out about it. I could be wrong. Um, but he didn't hold down a job. So Lorena was the only one that was working for the family. Yeah. Okay. And it is clear to me now that John can't really hold down a job. He didn't really hold down the bunny job, even being a fucking greeter. Okay. Yeah. I feel Um, like I'm very familiar with this personality. Yeah, it is. A it's
2: always it's that personality where it's like it's everybody else has the problem.
1: That's 100% what it yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, John went on to marry two other women and have girlfriends where he also abused them. Mm-hmm. He spent time in jail for it. And every time John has an excuse as to why these women are lying and doing it for media attention. So, presently, John lives in northern Las Vegas, and according to Refinery 29, he searches for treasures hidden by Forrest Fen. Do you know what that is? You might well, know. No, I sort of know. Yeah. I think you might know because, like, one month ago, somebody actually found the million dollar treasure in. Colorado. Do you remember this?
2: Yeah, you told me about this. Yeah, I but told you about it. How does he make a living? I don't know. I, I always am so curious. How do people pay their bills? Let
1: me tell you how he pays his bills. He got in a car accident and has been collecting unemployment oh. for, or not unemployment, um, disability. Disability, right, for years. One more and very important thing I wanted to note is that in 1994, they finally passed the Violence Against Women Act, in which they put over $1.5 billion into prosecuting the abusers and having places for women to go. So also, this is what I want to say, and it's like very serious. If you or someone you know is being abused. Please seek help. And no, you're not alone. So there is assistance, there is shelter, and there is protection now. Um, and you can call the Domestic Abuse Hotline at 1 800 799 7233. And if you are unable to speak because of any rich reason, you can also text the word loveys. L O V I E S to 1-866-331-9474. And they will help you without anybody knowing. Which is really scary that we have to be that conscientious. But I think people being abused do have to be that aware of their you know, way to get out.
2: Well, it's a really complicated situation.
1: It is. It is a really complicated situation.
2: When you are beaten down to the point where like you don't even have the self-esteem to leave. It takes time. It takes time to get into that situation and it takes time to get out.
1: That's right. And I think you're in a real vulnerable situation when you do get out because I think when you are ready to get out, you have to be ready to fully abandon Well,
2: I don't know the exact, yeah, I don't know the exact statistic, but I do know the most dangerous time for women in abusive relationships is
1: like within two weeks of leaving. Yes. Yeah. That's why it has to be, has to be real. So they have to be, yeah, you got to really plan it out. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to plan it also when you're being so controlled, like these people watch your every move. And I mean, it's, it's scary. And yeah. Okay. So but what's important.
2: Lorena up to these days? So Lorena
1: is this, uh, she's, I think she's probably what now in her early 50s. And she switched her hair to blonde. It's and working she, for me. <laughs> yeah. It's working for both of us. <laughs> and she has a daughter. She never remarried, but she stayed with her partner forever. She's still with him. Um, okay. I hope he's real sweet to her. I think so. And she is, she's an advocate. And uh, I think she's trying to do what she does. So she made a Lifetime movie where she tells her story um, that actually just came out. Oh. I think in maybe this year, actually, 2020. And then there was another movie on Amazon Prime called Lorena, where it's more of like a documentary, and they have John and her talk. Um, yeah, and that one I feel like told more of both sides of the story. Um, the one with her is called "I Was Lorena Bobbitt," and she tells like it a very her side, which I think is fine. It's her story, you know, but she does leave out the part where she has to go to the mental Institute for 45 days at the end. Um, well, I hope that mental institution was like one of
2: those ones where you, you get like painting classes the and fancy like ones, yoga yeah. and not like one of those <laughs> ones where you're like in the like padded room with the straight jacket. Oh, I
1: know. Right. Because the other way it sounds kind of nice. Yeah. Like, I could go mental. Um, yeah. So I think she's living her best life now. Got out of the. Situation. I would like to hear
2: if Howard Stern has ma- has an updated status. Like, I'd like to hear an interview with him.
1: Yeah. Where about, he can be like, mm, maybe I was wrong. Maybe that was a bad for, call. For yeah. yeah I've evolved. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. Let me look it up.
2: You know, I like Howard. Right. I mean, just going off of like as of, you know, current. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I'm not like Chrissy. So somebody can say like one thing that I don't agree with. And I'm not like, oh, I can never
0: listen to you again. Blah, 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 blah.
2: But I do remember when he made that. did, Did you ever watch that movie, Private Parts? Yes. It's really like a love story between him and his wife. Yeah. And then like a hot minute later, they got divorced and he went out and was like, oh, no, she was actually kind of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) and now he's married to this chick beth stern who i cannot find one thing wrong with her
1: i know okay so i will tell you i just looked it up there's an article in the washington post and it says meet the new howard stern he'd like to make amends for the old howard stern oh good good and he says that he has watched some of his old letterman appearances and he can't even look at the person that he was. He's a better person now and and I hope I hope so. I mean, come on. I don't I don't think he would be like that now. I've listened to him recently and I think we've all evolved. I mean, for goodness freaking sakes. Like Yeah,
2: I mean, we're party to that too. I mean, we didn't know the whole story.
1: No, we took
2: the, she bobbed it and ran with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Now we're, I mean, but who wouldn't, right? You're like, yeah, no, shit. we were, like,
2: we were just, you know, but yeah. the,
1: they also said it's like women at the time were like, fuck. Yeah. Like I would like to do that. If You know, like, they're like, if my guy cheated on me, I'd cut his dick off too. You know? No, it's just, it is like one of those things you can't like. Can you believe she actually did it?
2: No, I mean, I'm too squeamish. I think I've wanted to like slash some tires before, but um, never any actual
1: violence.
2: But no one's ever abused me like that before either. So like, who
1: knows? So that knife had to be so sharp, though. She was like, could you imagine? It was like a slice that the um, urologist and the surgeon that put it back together was like, she did a really nice clean cut. (laughs) So that's the story for the week, Gretchen. All right. Not a murder. Not a murder. And one that everybody quasi knew.
2: Remember, who was that that one rapper or something said he was going to murder someone's vagina?
1: I don't remember that. Well, I'm just saying that just reminded me of that. But, you know, speaking of that, they just covered the female mutilation
2: What is that called? Female genital mutilation.
1: Yes, female genital mutilation. So there's yeah, I know all about it. Did you know we didn't even have an act to protect that? Oh, from people doing that here? Yes, and if people do it here, they said that over 500,000 girls are in the United States have yeah. been mutilated like that. I'm I'm in mean, like I can't If you don't know what it is, it's stuff.
2: basically like female circumcision. And I,
1: you know, it's,
2: it's a cultural thing. Lots of cultures believe in doing it. And it is usually done in really unsanitary conditions. And it is, if you have a clitoris, then, you know, it sounds real fucked up.
1: Okay, let's move on to some more positive notes. We got some reviews. You guys, thank you so much for your reviews. We are trying to get uh, up there. So if you have Apple, please review us. Also, we are on Patreon. We give you extra content. That's where it's on. That's our song. And I will shout out some people that gave us good reviews because we love that. Also, before I do that, find us on Facebook, Housewives A True Crime Group housewives, true crime, regular. And if you're into the keto or low carb, or just want to fucking talk about, I know, you know, Anything eating junk diet. Yeah. We're housewives of true crime on crack. I, I mean, keto. So first shout out, love you girls from Melissa H in new Brunsville's Texas. Oh my goodness. My mother-in-law just told me to go check out that area. She liked it so much.
2: Oh yeah. I know all about that area. You do? Mm-hmm. How do you it's know like that? a, it's like some kind of a Danish town or some shit. They got the river that goes through it. The right. River runs through it. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Because one of my husband's bosses lives there. In Texas. Oh,
1: well, listen, Texas has lots of cases of COVID and I bet you they're not opening schools. so we are not moving there. Yeah. But I am thinking we maybe need to move somewhere that has a school that's open. Yeah, me too. Okay, so Melissa H., thank you so much from Texas. Luna, love the name, girl. Mm -hmm. The best. She said she loves our banter. That's really nice. She says i binged all the episodes as soon as i found this one and my fiance now says clink clink That's fun clink clink Phil. sherry seven minutes in heaven did we do that one already yeah we did we recorded early this year or this week okay so we only have two so if you guys would like give us some more we love that and i think that's all for today frenchie Alrighty. clink 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 clink